0: Unscripted Unshackled Uncouth What you're about to hear is for mature ears only It's Miguel Fuller I would show anything I'd show my hee hee and my hoo hoo and my ha ha (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha
1: Holly O'Connor. Hey, Daddy, you want to take this to the bedroom?
2: (laughs) And Scotty the Body. I am officially not only the Grill Daddy, but I'm a hot Grill Daddy. Oh, wow. This is the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only from Hot 101.5.
0: Tampa Bay's new hip music. Hello. Hi. We are Miguel, Holly, and Scotty the Body. Hi. We post... The Miguel and Holly Uncensored podcast on YouTube under the Miguel and Holly YouTube channel. And if you just uh, have been watching, you notice when the intro was playing, Holly, you were looking at a text and you had the most either annoyed or angry look on your face.
2: Oh.
0: I'm not sure what you were looking at on your phone just now, but you like, go back and look. You had the like most disgusted or angry face. I don't it didn't look like confusion face. It looked like I wasn't like you were, angry
1: at all in this past five minutes. Really? It looked yeah. like you
0: were just really annoyed or angry or something. I have
1: a resting bitch face, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. Like sometimes Maya will be like, why are you mad? What's mad? Are you mad? I'm like, no. Mm. I'm not mad. And it's she's an like, RBF. You look mad. I'm oh. like, I'm not mad. I'm like, I would let you know. If Mm. I was angry about something, but I'm Mm -hmm. not. I just think I have a resting bitch face. And also, I haven't had Botox in like half a year. (laughs) And I'm not kidding. Like when I catch myself sometimes in the mirror, I'm like, why do I look so mad? But it's just (laughs) like my eye, my, I have so many things going on with my forehead. I Mm. just think that I look mad. I think what I was confused about was I've been going through some of the DMs on the Miguel and Holly Instagram page. And some, uh, someone said, Miguel, no. (laughs) this was back on February 4th, so sometimes it takes us a minute. Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. She goes, Miguel, I've been to three liquor stores looking for that tequila you keep talking about. Now you have to hook me up or hook me to something. I ended up ah. leaving with Don Julio for my anniversary instead of some spice. Hmm. And I go and I was like, that what I think you saw was me being like, when the F did Miguel talk about tequila?
0: Oh, I to- talk about tequila. Yeah, no. I was ever. like,
1: I'm like, hmm. so then I was like, the best thing he tequila and then i'm like maybe he did talk about tequila what like i went through this entire conversation in my head Mm. and i ended up just responding with hey which tequila was it dot 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 question mark what Mm. name because i don't think she's thinking of the right person or maybe she thought you were talking about tequila but you were not right so i'm like hmm That's (laughs) that, that, that's
0: I <laughs> think. that's the favorite. That's it. It's oh. so funny how people mishear stuff that we say on the radio. Yes. Uh, my favorite is if we ever get an email from uh, Boss Man Will, mm-hmm. and he'll be like, so somebody sent a complaint email because they thought that Scott likes to kick elderly people (laughs) and we'll be like all right so when were they listening because I can assure you he did not say that right and literally it'll be like a Tampa Bay train wreck about an older person falling down right but then somebody just heard differently some for some reason and they sent an angry email and we're like so here's the audio this is not what you heard we're so sorry
1: yeah it's just you know (sighs) we and we need to realize this and I it's I do, I think we all do a good uh, uh, job at recognizing, but sometimes it's hard because, like, we're in this studio just talking to each other, listening intently to the words that are coming out of each other's mouths. Mm-hmm. Yes. When you are listening in your car or on mm-hmm. Alexa or at your house or whatever, you're half listening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Life is still
2: happening around you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so,
1: you know, I don't know, It depending on your mood, depending on what you thought you heard, suddenly you're like, Scott kicks puppies. <laughs> Did you hear that Scott kicks puppies? <laughs> uh, I am. <I'm>, <laughs> oh, jeez. Let me craft an angry email to their boss mm-hmm. so that I can fire him. Like, <laughs> you have get him idea. out. It goes from, like, zero to 60 <laughs> real quick. And then, like, we're like, whoa, hey. But then you always feel like you're backed into a corner where, like, that's not what I said. No. Like, that's no. what you say. You're no, like, that's no, what no, no, no. Like. No. So that's, that's the issue with radio.
0: Oh, gosh. It's 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 amazing the things that people hear and they so, think.
1: this woman went to three liquor stores, Miguel.
0: Oh, wow. For your
1: damn tequila. Thanks I, a lot,
0: Miguel. Wow. Sorry. I'm texting Will. Oh. Yeah. I wonder if maybe she misheard me talk about Corona or I something. I wonder if
1: that's the case. Probably Because we do talk about, and like, you don't even drink tequila.
0: No, I'm not. Like, unless I'm having a margarita, I'm not a, a tequila drinker.
1: No. And so that's why I'm like. That's why my face looked like...
0: Sorry, boo-boo. <laughs>
1: I hope that she, you know, figured out that oh, maybe yeah. Don Julio was okay.
0: <laughs> Good luck, yeah.
1: I feel bad about that.
0: Um, I wanted to bring this up for a couple of weeks, but we um, have been talking about other stuff on the podcast. Mm. But I bought this journal towards the end of last year, mm-hmm. uh, which also doubles as sort of like my to-do list as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, And it's supposed it's advertised as like a journal to sort of help men um, journal more and to sort of get their thoughts. And so it sort of goes through different stages in getting men to sort of, you know, go down that path of being thoughtful about things in their life or whatever. It's called Mind Journal. Okay. Oh. Um. And so the prompts that I've been going over, which are like interesting questions, I kind of wanted to ask. You all, if you all didn't have anything like crazy that happened to you this weekend, no. nope. Um, I thought that this would be a <laughs> not cool time—not no.
1: not one weird, crazy, and/or <laughs> noteworthy thing. I mean, Scott and I had a friend date, but that's it.
0: Yeah, that's true. Y'all went to a comedy show. Yeah. Did anybody look at y'all like y'all were a couple?
2: Like, did y'all have those looks of like, oh, look? I Honestly, think, I think people. Well, this is my perspective. Yeah. I think people just assumed. Yeah. That it was the case.
1: I mean, why would you not? Right. Like, the, I think our our situation is not common. Like, we're both young people. I'm putting myself in that category. Yeah, you're young, yeah. Yes, like, you are. We're both young people, and we're both insanely good-looking, so yeah, <laughs> do not think that we're yeah. on a date. Although, it was a little weird. Did you notice? So, when you go to the comedy club, you have to sit at, like, a table with other people. Yes. And they're small. So, like, our table, when we got there, there was a woman sitting on, like, one side, and then a guy sitting on the opposite side. And when they brought us in, I was like, oh! And they were like, oh! And I'm like, don't be that person. Like, don't think that we weren't going to come sit here. Yeah. like, like, like <laughs> So I was a little bit like, hey. Hey, nope, girl, we these here. Were, these are our seats. And so then the guy was like, okay, I'll get up. I'll get up. No problem. So he got up and moved. And I assumed that they were a couple or at least I married too. or something. Mm. And then the comedian asked if there were single people. And I did see out of the corner of my eye that homegirl put her hand up. Oh, oh, yeah. They were clapping along. We I know. For singles. So I was like. Do they not know each other at all? Or do I have no idea? No, at the end, they literally,
2: I think I heard the guy say, Oh, nice meeting you. I was like, Oh, nice
1: meeting you. So they didn't even, so they just were two single people that just got
2: got put on one
1: table.
0: Oh, wow. That could have been like fate bringing them together at that comedy show. I know. Or do you think they looked like they could be a match?
2: No. No. (laughs) No, no.
1: Yeah. No, why? I don't know. I think they,
2: well, I thought, honestly, toward the middle, I thought it was a mother and a son together. Really? Oh. Yes. It was a little bit of that gap where I was like, oh, okay, that's a cool little thing. Like, the mom and son went out to a comedy I show. Didn't and then I didn't see mom like, and
1: son. Well,
2: I, that's what I saw.
1: Well, but you were sitting closer to the guy. I didn't really look at him much. Yeah, mm. no, I got
2: a good look at him. But he looked, you know, it looked like it could have been that. But then I heard him say, like, oh, nice meeting you. And I was like, oh, they didn't know each other. How cute. I thought they did. No.
1: Yeah. So it's all, I think that everyone just thought we were a couple. I don't yeah. think it was, like, awkward. I just, they're like, oh. Couple number 75. Holly and
0: Scott sitting together. I
1: I did, actually, because I posted a picture of Scotty and I on my Insta story, and I was like, you know, friend friend venture. And somebody in my DMs was like, why don't y'all date? Oh! And I was like, oh! Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. Well, I'm in a relationship.
0: Holly, if you were single, would you ever entertain the thought of dating Scott?
2: I'm a delight to date. You
1: know you know, when he got out of my car last night, and this is now my eye started twitching because it's awkward. Cause I'm talking in third person and he's right here.
0: Oh, this is <laughs> awkward.
1: And he got out of my car and like, you have a lot of similarities to Denny, my first oh. boyfriend. Oh, and I was mm. like, man, I like, as you like went and you like walked up the driveway. I'm just like, man, that's like Denny. It's so weird. <laughs> but I think that the age gap is too big. Mm. Like if I was like younger or he was older, would it be something I'd be like, I, I think it could work because we're both nice people. Right? It's not. It wouldn't. No, we are on two different ends of that age spectrum. And but I just... do
0: you think? So you think your personalities would match if you two dated? Like if you were younger, and that's a good question. Like, is, uh, do you think the the personalities of you two with mesh?
1: I think he's too. I don't think. I don't think he would deal with me very well. What do you mean? I think that I don't wash my hair enough. I don't think that I care about my fitness enough. Like, I just, Mm. I'm not, I don't think that I'm, uh... I don't think I'm for him. Mm. Like, but then also on that same coin, like, I do I think like in my younger days, why do I sound like I'm 80? I'm not. (laughs) But like, okay, so legit 10 years ago, Mm -hmm. because and that's that's why I say like where the age gap is too big, because I can say something like, 10 years ago, I would have been twenty nine and Scott's twenty four. And do I think that would have worked for like a few dates? Yeah, mm,
0: mm-hmm. I
1: I do I do, but long term, long term, absolutely yeah. not because I just don't think that our our life goals or our life uh, patterns mm. are the same um, for for both sides. Is that accurate? Would you say yeah, I would say or that. or are you like? No, I have to
2: say awkwardly that I would even date her once. Oh, I no! It, I mean, I would think, you date Holly Scott? Yeah, probably. I oh. think. It, well, as in, like you know, right now it's so interesting because people, you know, like cer like mm, I get some DMs here and there, mm. and people are like, "Oh, let's go out." And so, like, my first like thought is like, "Sure, right. I'm gonna like just see what happens with it." I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm not gonna just count anybody out. Like, right. let's see. So I think I would definitely try. But again, it is. I've been thinking a lot about, like, you know, as I'm going to rediscover, like, what my interests are and doing all these, like, I don't know what that person looks like, but I do have a clear vision of, like, right now what I don't want in a relationship, what I do want in a relationship, and, like, you know, that future person who I'm going to end up being with, hopefully, forever, what are those qualities? And so that's kind of where I'm like, okay, like, a few dates for sure. Yeah. Then let's see, like, okay, is that, like, long-term material? I don't know. I don't even know what that looks like right now for me.
1: Because we do have a lot in common. But we also have some differences. So I just don't I don't there's no way you could tell. But I'm telling you as we as reality stands right now, the age gap is too no. <laughs> It's too
0: great. Now Scott, let's just put on the what if bubble. Okay. What if you were gay? Wow. And I was <laughs> Wow. 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 <laughs> Scott's
2: gay. <laughs>
1: He didn't say okay or like cool. he, wow. I, I just,
2: wow. didn't see that was the direction we're about to go, but okay, oh, yeah, we pivoted.
0: So, do you think that you would date me or go on a date with me if you were gay and I
2: was uh, 28? Let's see. Well, the Miguel I know now, <laughs> I think our I think our personalities match for half of your day. <laughs> But then there's a whole other side of Miguel that I'm like, oh, God. Aye, uh, yai, yai. I don't know if I could. I don't I don't think you would mesh well with me because I think I would get so annoying on, like, just the, the way I work. Yeah, on I, my that, I don't see that. Ex- I mean, I just don't. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm so sorry. <laughs> you didn't even ask me. But no.
0: Holly <laughs> <laughs> said, no, 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 baby. No, no, no.
1: Um, but also, I, like, are we dealing with Miguel's personality now, only he's that's younger. all I know.
2: I don't know who he was 10 years ago.
0: I mean, Holly, do you think that Scott and I would have been a match when I was 28?
1: Okay, first of all, you would have been obsessed with him,
0: with, right? What, Scott? Yes. I would have been obsessed with Scott? That yes. I would have been a,
2: a red flag. Yeah, You
1: would have been obsessed because you get... You get this weird, not now, but like used to back then, you mm-hmm. get this weird thing where you're like you are very physically attracted to someone, but then that makes you, it, like we, it used to like trip your brain into be thinking that you were like all these different compatibilities. Because what was that phrase, and we could ask Kramer about this, it's different with this one, Ah. what you would say.
0: This one is different. This one's different. Like, y'all, I feel I feel it. I like, feel it.
1: Let's just, like, Scott so wants different. to go mountain climbing, and you're like, I actually really enjoy mountains. <laughs> <laughs> so, we actually. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to
0: go mountain. Y'all, I'm climbing Mount Everest this summer. I'm climbing
1: the mountain. And so, I just, I feel like you would have, like, gone too much. And then, I don't know. I, I mean, I think that Scott would have, like, given you a shot. Yeah. Mm. But I also think you – you, it would have been too much. Yeah. Do you uh, know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that it would have been a bad combo. But, like, I just think it would have been too – you would have suddenly – and then you would have been very jealous.
0: Um, oh. Yeah. I think knowing Scott now and myself at 28, <laughs> you are correct. I, I would have been uh, – because I'm trying to think. 28, we were in Panama City for the second round, I think. Um, yes. yes, we were. We were. Yeah. So at that time, I, I probably would have been like, all right, like this is a guy that, you know, good looking, goes to the gym. I had just at that time gotten into CrossFit. That's nice. right. So I That's feel- That's why
1: you would have been like, I could climb a right, mountain. Right. <laughs> so I would
0: have been like, cause really at that time when I started CrossFit, it sort of opened up my eyes to being more physical and to doing more things yeah. that I was never open to before. Um, But I do think that I probably would have been like, "Mm, I just, he's like a little bit much for me. Yeah. Like for me, like I probably... I probably would have been like, let's be, well, let's hook up, and then we can be friends.
1: The well, yes, mm-hmm. you would have wanted the hookup. Yeah,
0: I would have been like, first date, put out. Yes, let's get it. Yes, <laughs> and then like that awkward, <laughs> oh. like a couple of weeks of not a whole lot of text or back and forth, and then be like, hey, do you want to come hang out with my friends Friday night? Because Miguel turned all
1: of his former hookups into friends. Basically, oh wow,
0: that's mm-hmm. beautiful. It yeah. is. I,
1: I don't even know how he does I it. Sometimes it's a skill, respect, talent. Mm-hmm. Would-
0: yeah, and so I feel like it probably would have gone that way, and I would have been like. Wow, you would be such a like fun person to hang out with I just don't know if we could be together for a long time Because I'd be like, girl If you sing one more crazy verse Or say one thing But that's like, cra-
1: you do that
0: I Well, exactly I do it I don't want to date me <laughs> I don't want another person you I know, know I'm annoying
1: You know these crazy songs that would like pop up and so (laughs) I couldn't imagine two of you at the same relationship Mm -mm. both trying to like out chirp each other or something right
0: true exactly I mean that's why I feel like Abe and I work so well is because he is sort of like the quiet type sometimes like doesn't say much but then like when he's being hyper and like then I'm not, but his isn't as extreme. And I think because Scott and I are both in this industry in the entertainment, we want to be like center of attention and hey, 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 hey. Look at me. I don't know if you can have two people in a relationship that are like that.
1: I saw something on TikTok that people were like, you need like one crazy person and one sort of grounded person. Yes. Yeah. And you can switch roles. Right. Like you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know that you can have two attention seekers. Because then who takes the lead?
0: Right. Mm. Because you like I feel like with with Abe I we have it down pat with how like who takes the lead in situations. Mm. Um, like I remember when we did the hometown hookup, a party we did for Thanksgiving Eve ah. at uh, oh, yeah. Park and Rec in downtown St. Pete. Forgot about
1: that. And
0: we were playing I think like giant beer pong or something like that, mm-hmm. and we were like calling the with the little bullhorn, and I you know, I'm not a sports person. And like, so Abe was standing behind me, like telling me like what to say, and then he was like, "Do you want me to just do it?" And I was like, "You never ask for the spotlight, girl. Do it. Have fun. Like I, I want you to have your moment. It's something that you're interested in. Heck yeah. Get it. Because he never wants to be in the spotlight or he doesn't want attention on himself. Yeah. So I was like, "Girl, do it. Bye. I know, ain't no, ain't no skin in my game. But then if I were dating someone like Scott, I'd be like, bitch, it's my turn."
2: I'm like no, sit down.
0: No, this is my turn. Sorry, sit can't. down. <laughs> Won't do it. And then we'd end up fist fighting. <laughs> <laughs> so romantic. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: anyway, that was a fun little game of what if.
0: <laughs> love it. All right. Well, uh, ten minutes later.
1: Sorry. Uh, uh, no, I love it. Yeah.
0: So, what my this journal that I'm doing? Mm-hmm. They ask you different p- prompts every day. Mm-hmm. So they have this whole section of, and I'm trying to let me get to a blank one because I don't want you to see what I wrote. Oh. Um, So here on our YouTube channel, you can see, hold on.
1: Can you really see? So it says there's a header that says, how do you feel? And then it lists a lot of adjectives. Oh, wow. So
0: there's lots of different emotions, and it just sort of like has you pick one, and then you put what your intentions for the day are or what your achievements were yesterday, depending upon what time of day that you do it. Then it says things that you're grateful for, and then it says your happy hour, and that's just something that you're doing for yourself that day.
2: Oh, wow. Whether yeah. it's,
0: you know, going to CrossFit or I'm going to take a nap today, whatever nice. that looks like for you. Mm-hmm. But then on the next page on Every Day, they give you different questions. They ask you different questions. Uh, dang it. What was the one I wanted to ask you all? Was um, it one that you've already answered? Yes. Um. It says, what does home mean to you mm, think mm. about all the homes you've had what made them feel like home where do you call home where do you feel most at home so I thought that was an interesting question that's,
1: that's actually really difficult so, is that weird yeah, maybe oh, it's not for everybody but no, like that's
0: difficult I thought the same thing too um, I'm trying to see if I can read mine I'm going to read mine but let me just make sure there's nothing crazy you like, here. self edit as Yeah. Can. Uh yeah uh, Okay, <laughs> so I wrote, and this was January 26 that I wrote this. Uh-huh. Um, a common thing, my mom, a common theme my mom always had growing up was having a home that was nice but lived in. Mm. Uh, you don't want to feel like you are in a museum. The covers and the couch, the pillows, the candles, in my house now, all help create that sense of home and comfort. Also, having a full fridge and being able to host people at a moment's notice makes it feel like home to me. And that's about as far as I go. And so usually I'll like go back and like fill in a little bit more because I'm usually doing this like before the show. and There's not a lot of time, but it sort of gets my thoughts going. So what would be that for you? Think about all the homes you've had. What made them feel like home? Where do you call home and where do you feel most at home?
1: Oh, that's a lot of questions. Wait a minute. Yeah. That's like, can we just take them one at a time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't do all those at once.
0: So what made all of the homes that you've lived in feel like home? Let's go with the first one. Scott?
2: What made a home feel like a home? When mm-hmm. I think of my house, I just think of, well, a lot of what you said is definitely how, like, I grew up. Like, my mom always made it a notice to, like, the house was going to be a place where you just felt comfortable. You came in— you could sit down. Anybody, all my friends, and so the word that comes up is just love. Like you come in, you're just loved. Doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't matter your background. You come there and you're completely supported, no matter who you are. Where it's like my friends could go in the fridge and grab anything they want. They could just jump in the pool if they want. They could go sit on the couch, put on whatever show they want, because it was supposed to be just a home of comfort and love. And actually, it's it is weird, like even to take it just a step lower, really quick, in my new transition of life. It's such an interesting. Reality check when I go home because a big part of growing up was that it was the fact that it's like when you would come home like A hot meal like literally like my mom would be like all right What do y'all want to eat? Like what do you need? I got you. Let me make it happen no matter what she was going through she's like (laughs) go ahead, let let me cook up some sandwiches, let me cut up something. It was always kind of a joke, because I was like, mom, sit down, like, like it's cool. Mm. But that was the home that I grew up in, and that's why it's like, I find it so nice, like, honestly, even living now with you, Miguel, because that's that very similar feel, mm. where you come and you don't feel like you have to be, like, all, like, necessarily, like, I guess, quote-unquote clean, you feel like you could come in and just be completely yourself, talk openly, sit relaxed. If you don't want to talk, you don't have to talk. If you want to go to the fridge and take something, it's completely okay. Nobody's going to come down breathing on your neck for accidentally taking somebody's, you know, somebody's food or somebody's set of, cr- whatever it may be. And that's why I love it so much where it's like in other places you go there and you don't feel like you could touch anything. You feel like you have to ask. Mm. Every little thing you do, like, can I get a drink? Can I get something to eat? Can I sit here? And it's like that's not the home that I've ever lived in and that's not a home that I want to have in the future. Mm. Holly? Holly?
1: Um, I like what you said about, Scott, about feeling like you could be yourself. Yeah. I think that's probably the times that I have felt the most at home because I've had a lot of houses, mm. apartments, whatever, uh, and not all of them felt like home. I mean, they do after a while cause your stuff is there. Right. But I think the places that most feel like home mm. are the ones where you feel like you are open to be yourself without judgment yeah mm. and I want to add on to that like and this is weird this is different I think from both of yours I feel most at home or I, I feel good about the homes where there's a place for gathering where you have that like the living room or whatever and like maybe that's where you have company over or if you're just if like you watch tv or whatever that's where you do it There's that space. Mm -hmm. But for me, I also have to have a space that is only mine Mm. in that house. Mm -hmm. Like it has to be somewhere that I can be alone and either recharge or um, process. And I didn't know that. And I've never said that out loud or even thought it until this moment. Mm. But I do need alone time, because I feel so much. Mm. Like, I feel other people so much, and we've talked about, like, that empathic thing that I have, which I never knew about until a couple of years ago anyway, but it was always there. I just didn't have a name for it. I didn't know that it, it made me different, but it's, it's like, I need to decompress from other people. Right. And it's not a bad thing. I no. know it, it might sound like a, either lonely or weird, or maybe it sounds like some type of way, but it's not. It's actually, like, super necessary for me. So, in order to feel like It's like a home. It needs to have, of course, like kind of like what you guys said. Like, mm, I'm about to name drop. One of my family members has one of those museum type houses Mm. where they just Mm -hmm. like to show off their things. Right. Yeah. Right. And you feel like, God forbid, you should bump something. Oh, gosh. I don't like that. Yeah. Uh, You have to have it be comfy, cozy, lived in. But I also need that other space that is separate, like a bedroom. Or uh, if you're like living with someone that shares your bedroom, a different room Mm. that you can just feel like this is my space.
2: Ah, Mm. wow.
0: I never thought about that. I've never because I think because of our schedules, I'm able to have sort of that alone time in Abe and I's bedroom. Excuse me. I do feel bad for him sometimes because he doesn't get alone time. Um, and I'm always like, hey, if you ever just want to, like, chill by yourself at the house, like, let me know one day and I'll go get a massage or something mm. for a few hours and go treat myself to a movie or do something, you know, because I know that we all need that alone time.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but that that's interesting. I've never really thought about it like that, of wanting to have a space just for you. I do know that whenever we do get another place that I do want an office yeah. and I want a place to to have for for my stuff Mm -hmm. you know like right now we don't have the space for that and i know like abe wanted the garage to sort of be like his space Mm -hmm. but then we just it's like a storage facility right now with all the stuff that we have yeah that's how
1: my spare bedroom is Mm -hmm. like it started off as like a kid's sometimes bedroom and then it still is that you know if and when but like also it's it was a guest bedroom Mm. also a place where you could go to get some alone time but now there's just
2: so much stuff <sighs> mm.
1: it's just the catch all
0: interesting so where do you call home where do you feel mo- where do you feel most at home scott
2: hmm where I... do you feel most at home Oh, wow i it's feel like again like i'm just in a weird a weird transition right now like i love right now just being at the ho- like in the house here so your house, Miguel, like mm-hmm. in my room, like that's where I feel like just completely relaxed in every little essence. But also like also Vero when I go back home and I like stay in my Vero house that I grew up in, which is I was thinking about this this past weekend because we we're talking to my dad a little bit. Like, you know, I was kind of joking like, hey, you should move over to Tampa. You ever think about it kind of just throwing it out there. But then it got me thinking. I was like, if we ever moved out of that house, like it's just I know people go through that all the time where they finally like get rid of the house that they grew up in. But it just would feel so weird to not have that just... For me, that is like my anchor right now. Where it's like, I know I still have that. I know I still have all the memories. And when I go back there, like... Like, for right now in this moment, like, I feel like everything's, like, okay for just a second. Right. Because that's the thing I've noticed this past weekend. is like, I just kind of want things to just stop for a second so I could catch up. And I feel like I haven't had a second to catch up as constantly, you know, going and moving stuff out of my grandma's place and trying to get that all taken care of and haven't even had a time to process... My mom's stuff. And so right now it's like my house is like an anchor back in Vero where it's like I go back and I'm like, okay, kind of feels like a dream for a second. But then when I come back here, it's like reality sets back in that it's like, okay, it, things are still moving. And I just kind of – so both, both pretty much. But right now it's definitely in like my room.
0: Did you feel awkward when you first moved in like the first couple of days or weeks? Like did you feel – like you were encroaching on a different space?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. But that is that is definitely a personality trait of mine that I've gotten so much better about not caring so much about stepping into somebody's space or, like, being a bother. I think I think that's—I've said that over the years, even being in the studio. It's like I never wanted to be a bother. And so when I probably moved in, it's like the first thing I want to do is make sure that I'm not a bother in your space, and I'm going to make sure that it's like I'm on my— you know, hitting my X's and O's, all those T's, and dots, and I's— Where it's like, I'm cleaning up all my stuff. I'm making sure I'm putting all the dishes away. So it's your first initial reaction isn't like, oh, crap. Scott's messy. Or Scott's already taken out. Like, it almost wants to be like, I'm a mouse. I come in. I come out. I don't leave any crumbs. Like, I just bam, bam, bam. Now, obviously, I really don't care because it's like, okay, we've lived together now. (laughs) (laughs) I was going (laughs) to say,
1: that's really uncomfortable to be the mouse in a home. Mm -hmm. Well,
2: just in the beginning. But luckily, because of the way our situation is, that we spend so much time together, it's like, I... I know exactly, you know, my line on how far I can push without being annoying, but also I've gotten at this point where it's like, I feel like anything I do is not going to be too annoying. It might be a little bit of a bother, but it'll be like, okay, whatever, like, I'll get over it. It's not like we're just living together. It's like, oh, no, we're actually friends that, you know, live together. We could work through this if there's actually a problem. Mm-hmm. So now I feel completely comfortable. But when I first moved in, probably, I probably felt it out for a couple weeks until I was like, okay. I'm in. And now I know everyone. Now it's like, okay, even, you know, your fiance Abe, I feel completely 100% comfortable with. Roommate Dylan completely knows that I'm a weirdo and that I'm going to say and do weird things around the house, and he kind of just has to be used to it. So now I'm just me, and y'all just have to deal with me until I get kicked out or move.
0: Holly, what about you? Uh, where do you feel most at home?
1: Um, In my house. I There's a couple caveats. Like I, It's interesting because, I mean, this is the first house that I bought. Obviously, I live in it. That I still bought and bought the house, so it's cool because I own it. And I was like, "This is." And one of the reasons I got it is because of the backyard, which I don't even spend that much time back there. But when I do, that's like a very pe- if I'm by myself, yeah, that's a very peaceful space, and I feel really at home back there. I've always had weird things about because I'm not that much of an outdoorsy do-
0: la la, outdoorsy la.
1: person. But in any house I've ever lived in, I used to uh, at least at some point sit in the backyard or maybe it was like the front porch. And this started at my house in college where I would have to be alone and spend some time outside at night. Mm. And so that always felt like a very like all-encompassing time like I would think about the present and the past and the future all in that one space and I needed a good connection to do it outside Mm. so I I really like my backyard and then the other part of my home that feels most like home is after everyone's in bed and I'm sure this has something to do with like my personality my upbringing but like my mom lives with me obviously My daughter lives with me, obviously. (laughs) And so if it's a night where I don't see my person that I'm in a relationship with, which that's, we're going to have to start talking about that at some point. Um, If like he's not over and it's just me, I can feel like the calm and it just feels like everything in its place. Mm. Like my mom doesn't need anything at this moment. Like she's at peace. I'm at peace. Maya doesn't need anything in this moment. She's at peace. I'm at peace. Mm. I can really enjoy the the feeling of the house that makes it a home. Mm. And that's not to say that I don't enjoy them when they're up. Right. But maybe I'm, maybe I'm confusing the word home for peace.
0: Well, I mean. Well, can go hand in hand. Yeah, because at the bottom of this page on this journal, it says home could be a combination of places, spaces, and people Um and then they ask another what would your dream home look like but but yeah so it it can be anything that gives you that feeling of peace
1: right and so um i think that goes along with my needing some uh just personal space in the house where it's like if i feel like everything is taken care of and i'm not on immediately on call for something right. yes. or somebody doesn't need me for something then i'm just like
2: <sighs> mm. yeah
1: which is the biggest issue i have When I have some free time and I don't have like my mom's maybe taking a nap and Maya's at school, you would think that I would take that opportunity to like pay my bills or do the dishes in the sink if there are any or whatever. But no, I like go in my room and like turn myself into a caterpillar and I'm just like, "Ah, I'm just, this is so Mm. nice. It's like a moment of peace. Yeah,
0: sometimes you need that. We don't. I feel like one of the things that we in our culture are having to work through is not feeling like we need to do something all the time. Like, yeah. not doing something is doing something, yes. and that is okay to take a moment and just rest. Like, yesterday uh, on Sunday, my friend and I we went and got lunch, and we were there talking, and then we we're like, "All right, let's do some, some mimosas." And my plan was to just do lunch, and then I was gonna go home, work on some stuff for the show. And then I was like, as we were talking, I'm like, you know, I dedicate so much time and energy to the show and what we do and all the things that come with it. Let's go downtown and have an an extra couple of drinks and like just relax for the day. Like, yeah, it can wait. Mm -hmm. We don't work at a hospital. We're not dealing with people's uh, sickness or anything like that. It can wait. Yeah. You're not curing cancer. Right. So it was nice to just, you know go have a leisure day and not do anything, you know? Mm, so, so yeah, just sitting in your cocoon of your bedroom, there's nothing wrong with it.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I just, I like that whole aspect of it.
0: Uh, for me, there's two feelings about where do I feel most at home mm-hmm. or what gives me that feeling is sitting on the couch in my spot, Abe is next to me, we're curled up in blankets watching TV and just relaxed. Mm. Like, to me, mm-hmm. there is nothing better than that feeling of, like, when I first sit down and he's next to me and, like, my shoulders just relax. And I'm just like, ah, all right.
1: Yeah, high five. That's, what what that's entertainment right. are
0: we watching? <laughs> that's right. Um, and then also, too, I've had this weird thought. I think because I've always wanted to have, like, a home like I have now with people in it that's, like, You've built this comfortable place. And for some reason, when, like, Scott, you're in your room, Dylan's in his room, like, the the washer and dryer are going or maybe the dishwasher's going. And it's like there is life in this house and mm-hmm. this warmth of people living their lives together. And yeah. I feel like I've been a part of, like, building this space of comfort Um, And acceptance and love at Chateau Oprah. And I love that feeling when everyone's home and just like the house is being used and, you know, maybe there's something cooking in the oven and it's the smell of it. I just that warmth feeling. Mm. I I absolutely love when those sort of moments happen.
1: Mm. I like that. I'm sure this all says something very psychological about all of us. but Oh, I just,
2: absolutely.
1: I find that so fascinating that, mm-hmm. like, you strive to build something that is sort of a quiet, bustling yes. establishment.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So I just, I love this journal because it makes you go down these rabbit holes of of thought. Mm-hmm. Um, And so, like, when we don't have a lot of stuff going on, I'll just bring out some of these questions. Um, I'm going to end with this one, and then maybe we'll answer it next time. Where's the one that I had so much trouble and I was like... I need to, to do something. Uh, oh, here we go. Fun times. <laughs> okay.
1: That's why you had trouble. Like, <laughs> you have such a hard time sometimes.
0: Like, let me just show you how, like, fun times. That's all I had right there.
2: What? Oh. All
0: right. Let me, let me read to you what it says. Yeah. Okay. What or when do you remember having the most fun? Describe where you were and who you were with. Why does it stick in your memory and how could you relive it? Ooh. And so I was like, uh, <laughs> oh. no. <laughs> so, so we'll, uh, we'll uh, revisit this one uh, on Wednesday's podcast.
1: Where? You said
0: where? Where and who? Describe where, and you. where you were and who you were with. Yeah. Why does it stick in your memory, and how could you relive it? Wow. So I was like, I don't know, no. Uh, so I did put down, like, the last time um, – on the cruise with yeah. Abe and my Georgia Southern friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll, we'll go more into that on the, on the next podcast. That
1: reminds but. me of something that, remember we used to have a life coach.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't
1: know. You may still use her. I don't know. Every now and then. Um. So it reminds me of a question that she asked, maybe us or just me. And it was a, it was, it it was for something like answer this question. Then we're going to use it later. You have to think of your absolute worst day of your life. And that like, is going to be this end point here in the on the spectrum of like, did you have a bad day or not? Mm. And then mm. think of like the most like the best day of your entire life. The the absolute like n- other days strive to be this day. And so you use those two endpoints as like a way to sort of gauge your days, your weeks or whatever to say like you're like, oh my God, today was the worst day. And you're like, what was it? Wait a minute. How does mm. it live up to this? So True. that reminds me of that. And except it's different because it's fun.
0: Right, right.
1: And how do you clarify fun?
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: actually multiple sort of multiple complexity question.
0: Absolutely, they really ask some thought provoking question. It's called the Mind Journal. If you are uh, interested, Uh, but yeah, we'll revisit that on Wednesday's podcast. Scott, what's all of your
2: social media? At Scott Tavlin, S C O T T T -T 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 A V L I N. Holly. Radio, Holly, on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram.
0: And mine is Miguel Fuller, M-I-G-U-E-L-F-U-L-L-E-R. Make sure if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or anywhere to leave us a review and a rating. It really helps. And share it with your friends when you're listening. Post a screenshot of you listening uh, on your Insta story and tag at Miguel and Holly on Insta, and we'll uh, re-tag you on our story as well. And if you want... Some Miguel and Holly stickers for being a part of the Platypus Posse. To shoot me an email. Miguel at hot1015tampabay.com. We will see you Wednesday. Catch up, catch, up, catch, up. catch
2: up with the previous episodes of the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast from Hot 101.5.
0: Just hit up the Hot 101.5 app, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Search
2: Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Uncensored.